0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, my first reaction is just fuck yes, let's go. Socks the trend? That's that's where it all starts. It all starts taking care of business in-house in the central division. That's right. I'm a meatball. You got to bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm going to beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. I am your boy, Buzz. I am joined... My dude Tony, aka Tony on tap, and we're here to break down a White Sox loss to the Minnesota Twins four to three. Before we do that, be sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for our Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Sox on tap and ontapsportsnet. Following Tony at Tony on tap and me at Buzz on tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. And check out Grandstand any White Sox gear you need. Go to Grandstand Socks on socials or grandstandsocks.com. If you're by the ballpark, just walk over to Grandstand. Any socks, gear, Chicago sports related gear that you need, you can find it there at Grandstand Tone. We lost. I they thought we were going to win after the Adam Angle home run and the Libre back to back jacks there. It didn't happen for us. Uh, Twitter has turned on Alex Colome, even though the best possible lineup that could be put together, minus Yasmani Grandal, was put out on the field today. Yeah, I mean, I, I tweeted it out in the ninth inning. I want to know how many people were on Kenwell's Twitter page when Colum a came out in the ninth inning. Uh, if you don't follow Kenwell, uh, you probably should, or maybe not. I don't know. Some he people might, are he cut might out for not that. be your cup of tea. <laughs> he may not be your cup of tea, but he's a big Colum a guy. As you know, I was a big column guy on this show last year, uh, Buzz, uh, Johnny and I, and you. I, think, I don't know if you were involved in the Cocktack crew. I mean, I was. I just I wasn't up there with you guys, though. So I I didn't think that he was the be all end all, but I did think that Alex Colomay was a motherfucking dog while he was here. For he sure. was. He absolutely was. And uh, you know, Calame struggled this year. There's been uh, there's been some back and forth about uh, Alex Colomay with Ken Wilson. I just want to know. You know, we 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 have a website here on TapSportsNet.com as you brought up. I like to look at stats. I think you look at stats on our website. I want to know how many people. We're visiting Kenwell's Twitter profile when Calame comes in for the night. I feel like there would be an uptick in traffic, Buzz. Uh, I'm sure every time. I'm sure everybody got dead quiet, though, because once Kalame completed the save, which was his sixth of the year, um, uh, Kenwell immediately talked shit. So, (laughs) of course, he's going to flex on him tonight. What can you do? You win some, you lose some. Um, sock, you know, that breaks up what was that, a four-game winning streak for the White Sox. It does, um, you know, Buzz. I'm gonna ask you a question because I feel I, I feel a little pretentious saying this, but after the game, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting to my and thinking to myself, I'm like kind of happy they lost this game. Not not, not because I didn't want to see them win, Buzz, but it just it got to a point over the last few days with the Cubs Series with the with the first game in Minnesota where I feel like they just were not facing any adversity and just to give them a little bit of a jump start before we head into New York or, or the New York Yankees come into town and before we finish this series like this is your little kick in the pants game like get something going you you can't just coast through everything well so it I was it, a little bit I was a little bit happy I wouldn't say I was happy. It's just a wake up call that the offense can just go and score eight runs the night and eight nine runs the night prior, right? What was it? Was it eight runs? It just felt no. I'm sorry. It was eleven. I apologize. Eleven runs the night prior, prior and then I felt like things were getting too easy for them. It was that's why I was like, after the loss, normally I'm I'm really pissed off about things like this, but tonight I just kind of felt like, okay, all right. I got to watch baseball. I got to have some beers. The White Sox are going to get a little kick in the pants that they needed. Yeah, you know And they'll get it, back it. after it. It was just Griffin Jacks had a really good game and striking out ten for him tonight was something that pissed me off. A lot of patience not shown at the plate from Luis Robert, which was something that we saw in the beginning of the season before he got hurt. Um, he's but then been he criminal turned it around. Yeah, yeah, but he he's he, he turned it around though. I mean, he was you know obviously. He was putting the bat on the ball, and he was being a lot more patient before he went down with his injury. But it was just something that he needs to work himself back into. I I, I hate the fact that we struck out 10 times with this guy. Eloy goes hitless. Tim Anderson uh, gets one hit tonight. Abreu with two hits. I mean, one long ball. Um, The six hits came from uh, one, Cesar Hernandez, uh, Andrew Vaughn. Two by Abreu, one by Angle, one by T.A. Those were the hits for the Sox tonight. The two long balls I mentioned earlier, Angle had a two-run home run in the third inning. Um, And then Abreu came right up after that and hit his 22nd of the year. Fun fact about Adam Angle, Tony. 31 games, 32 games, seven home runs, career high for Adam Angle. That swing that our buddy White Sox Dave talked about that he was trying to fix. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, <laughs> I gave him some yeah, credit I, did, I did. I did see your tweet, but Dave was really preaching that shit for a long time. Was. Though, I was saying, you know, he was saying that Adam was working on his on his swing, and and it, it's really showing. Um, it was showing last year a little bit. It's really showing now. No, um, it, it, you're right. It did start to show up last year, and yeah. you're seeing it right now. He looks like an everyday MLB player, but he does. That's that's something that I want to kind of slow this down and talk about just a little bit because if we're gonna take some positives out of today and. And even this season in general, Buzz, I think that Adam Engel is kind of that, like, forgotten guy through this rebuild. Like, he kind of came up quicker than anybody else, so he was under the radar enough to be one of those guys where you're like, I'm ready to toss him to the wayside. And he's done enough to stick with this team, and he's now getting to that point where he's a bat that you don't mind coming up in. A tough situation like as as of even the start of last year when i saw adam engel come up to to bat or even 20 you know it, go back to 2018 you're like this is an automatic out oh yeah it's no, an automatic yeah, out that's fair and now fair, yeah. now you're sitting there thinking like this dude could go yard right here i that's mean that's a major improvement i don't think we've we've really given enough credit there well he i mean the guy draws walks okay he does. Uh, if he's not, if he's not hitting a dinger, he's getting on, he's a threat to steal bases. I mean, uh, defensively, we know what he could do. Adam Engel is uh, it's funny. Cause if you go back and you listen to like past socks on tap episodes, I think that we are all kind of in the same boat about, Hey, we're happy about him being the fourth outfielder on our team. I, I think that was something that all of us said because of, uh, defensively how good he is and how good he is on the base pass. Now that that bat is actually a fucking problem, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Take, Let's take a step back here. Adam Engel could play every day. If he's going to continue doing what he's doing, if he's going to be patient at the plate and draw walks, if, if the pitches aren't there for him to fucking hit, and or he's going to hit for power in big situations like we've seen him do, why not? Why can't Adam Engel be the right fielder? I, I I love what I'm seeing. I absolutely love I what I'm seeing out of the guy. I don't, I don't know. And, and this is a good problem to have because it creates depth. Yes, it does. It creates depth on this roster. It creates another bat in your lineup, that, a guy that can just get on base. It, it creates a need for a Billy Hamilton because Adam Engel might be here and he's not your speed guy off the bench. And if, if you don't have a Billy Hamilton and you've got three, four guys because you have Andrew Vaughn, Eloy Jimenez, Luis Robert, uh, say in two years, Gavin sheets right now it's, it's Brian Goodwin guys that all need reps in the outfield. And there's Adam Engel. Yeah. Because the name wasn't as sexy as Luis Robert or Eloy Jimenez, but now is becoming there. And this, this is all subject to change. I mean, he, he could tank for the rest of this year and into spring training next year and onto the roster and be a guy that we're talking about DFA next year. So nothing, nothing is, is taken for granted here. But if Adam Engel continues to swing the bat the way he has, Buzz, he's going. To, he's going to find himself some pretty consistent playing time. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think you're going to start seeing it now. I mean, I feel like and I forgot he's been to working. mention Andrew Vaughn there. Oh, Andrew Vaughn's been fucking great. I mean, he's just been fantastic. I mean, that guy is. Uh, God, you know, I, I shout him out all the time. But shout out just Jordan Miller not wanting to trade him at all i mean you know for pitching or whatever jordan wanted him to stay and i remember bitching at jordan like jordan shut up like i if i can go get so, like so a fucking perennial all-star they want him you know like i am i'm taking i'm doing the trade you know but hey but were you an Animangle hater like at it at, at any and, point well, and, because i thought we were talking about vaughn there no i'm, I'm, I'm gonna go back i'm gonna i'm gonna oh, backtrack back. a little bit were you an Adam Engel hater at any point in time? Because I was, I'll eat this one. I, I never thought he was going to make it there. I thought he'd be a fourth outfielder. I never, I never like thought that. I mean, I, I'm sure I have tweets saying that he should not be a starting outfielder every day. I'll eat that shit right away. I'm sure I had that, but I never like disliked him enough where I didn't want him on, uh, on the team. I thought that he provided, again, he's a great defensive player. I thought that he adds value on the base pass and fuck, man, you need somebody like that, you know, but the fact that he's, reinvented himself at the plate is something that I don't think anybody outside of White Sox fucking Dave saw coming. I really, I don't remember anybody else saying that this guy is going to be a problem. And again, he's becoming a problem. Okay. Continue back with your, uh, Andrew Vaughan Oh, no, I was I'm was like- saying. I, I love, I was just saying, I love Andrew Vaughn. You know, I'm, I'm glad that he's here. Uh, I, watching him improve steadily, um, at the plate, you know, he drew a walk tonight as well. Uh, as well as got got a hit you know his patience at the plate the the, the bat I, I just love what i'm seeing out of andrew vaughn and you know what that kid's been a fucking swiss army knife too you know i mean he this tony this guy in his rookie year okay he he's here as what is supposed to be a dh at first if you go back to spring training right mm-hmm. go back to spring training we're talking dh for this kid eloy jimenez gets hurt well kid gotta move you to left field so instead of you know uh Splitting time with a bray you at first and letting a bray you take a day off and you go being at first. We're going to put you in left field. Okay. Well, now, yeah, now this happens. So now we got to get you at fucking right field. See, see you over there. Oh, you're doing great. Oh, now everybody's hurt. No, and you know, now you're going to go to second base. Now you're going to be at third base. What a fucking G. If there is one jersey tone, I'm serious. Like, you know, I have, I don't do jerseys. Got a TA one. It's not legit. It's just a shirsey because I'm not a jersey. I'm just a shirsey. But I might so get an Andrew Vaughn jersey guy. I I might be. I might be, dude. I like. So it's not a bad investment if you're thinking about it because you've got you've got some long contractual control with Andrew Vaughn. You're in year one. I would. I mean, if you're gonna do it, now's the time to do it because yeah. I could see him having a long career in a Chicago White Sox uniform, man. I, yeah. I really can I no, really he's, can. He, he's, he's been real good. I, and I, I know we're just kind of like bouncing back and forth here, what we should be covering in this game, but like, let's face it, this game kind of sucks. We lost, you know, Well, continue it along. Let's, let's continue yeah. it along. Uh, da- so Dallas Keuchel tonight draws a lot of hate on the Twitter sphere, six innings, pitch four hits, four runs, all of them earned. He walked four only struck out one and let up a long ball in 102 pitches. Uh the ERA goes to 4.51. Tone obviously he is not the Dallas Keuchel of last year. He's a 4 or 5 guy this year number-wise and performance-wise. Um I don't think he should be DFA'd or traded immediately like everybody is saying. Uh the 18 and a half million that he makes next year is yeah, probably not ideal if this is the, the what we're going to get out of him. Um, but you kind of expected something like that out of Dallas Keichel. And I remember us talking about this when we signed Dallas Keichel on the show that he is getting up there in age. He is getting up there on miles. And this is just what's kind of happening right now. Um, Who's to say he doesn't turn it around at some point? Who's to say that? Because everybody wanted you're, Dylan Cease, you know, gonna, shipped out of here either. Here, here's here's my thoughts on, on Dallas Keuchel. Um, You know, you are correct. You're going to get, you're going to get, these kind of starts for him, and you know, we talked a little bit about this in our, our socks on tap chat today during this game. It's like you got to score runs to win ball games. Dallas Keiko wasn't the guy who was going to come here and just be a shutdown pitcher every single time out, and no. guys are going to have bad outings. And as Dallas gets up there in H, they're only going to get worse, uh, in my opinion. The, the, he's going to be more susceptible to stuff like that. So you're going to have to score runs. You're going to have to give this guy a lead every now and then. You're going to have to work through some shit. He's He, he doesn't have a lot of velocity. He's theoretically a ground ball pitcher, so you're going to have to play some defense. But Dallas has to help himself and, and pitch to some of those abilities. Uh, for a ground ball pitcher, uh, you know you can't throw everything in the dirt and expect your catcher to you know just pick you up 100% of the time when you don't have it. So you're going to have to go to different things. And one thing I think that has hurt Dallas Keuchel buzz and has helped a lot of the other guys on this roster is Tony LaRussa. And this is the first thing I'm going to come at Tony LaRussa for like kind of in depth. It's that Tony does not have a very quick leash buzz. He doesn't, he lets his guys work through some things, especially during the season as we've seen so far. So what I think helps guys like Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito, or even Del, uh, Dylan Cease develop and and tremendously has helped Carlos Rodon is by letting these guys go as late into the ball game as they possibly can before pulling the trigger and going to the bullpen. So while Dylan Cease or Lance Lynn or some of these other guys, Lucas Giolito, they all start to get more amped up as they go through a lot of tumultuous innings early on and get through that danger. I think because Dallas Keuchel doesn't have that velocity, that tenacity that you see, or that, that type of stuff, when he gets further in the ball games, I think it's just easier for opponents to just continue to hammer some of that stuff that isn't as powerful, right? Because there's no velocity to it. No. So when he, when he has, when he has a laborious inning in the third and gives up two or three runs on 20 pitches, When LaRusso leaves him in, in the seventh, that shit's going to get crushed again because you're already through the order one more time. So, you know, it's just, it's going to happen again. Those same hitters are going to come up and they're going to smash you. And I think that that's, that's the key with Dallas Keuchel is if he does pitch in the playoffs, which I wouldn't want to see him right now, just with how everything's been going that's your game where you're going to need a bridge guy. You're going to need Michael Kopech to go 2 three. You're going to need somebody in that bullpen to bridge that gap. And you're going to need a way quicker leash on him versus Carlos Rodon, who comes back out after getting, you know, touched up a little bit and reaches back and guns 99 in the seventh. Um, you know, that, that shit's really cool and tough. We like that. But I think that's something that we've got to look at with, with Dallas Keuchel versus last year, Ricky quicker leash, uh, type thing that was going on there. That's not stat-based. That's 100% eye test. Right. No, for sure. I, I totally agree with what you said. So after that, we get to Pera. He comes in. He uh, throws an inning there. He lets up one hit, strikes out two. He looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. Um, and then we had Bummer. Bummer hit some nasty shit. Nasty. If Bummer, like we said, I think it was you and I were doing the episode last week. If Bummer's back, oh, fuck. You know what I'm like? <laughs> good luck. If, if Bummer's back, essentially – you never needed Kimbrell. Not that you not that you wouldn't go make that same move, but right. if you had that version of Aaron Bummer, who was just your absolute lockdown ninth guy that back in 2019 everybody wanted to make closer instead of signing Alex Calame for, if you get that version of Aaron Bummer back, this bullpen through the first part of the year is probably not on Rick Hahn's address needs at the trade deadline buzz. Right.
1: Because right. he I mean, he can
0: be locked down, yeah. He, no, he, he absolutely you. locked down, and you saw you saw him break one. What looked like it was going to hit a guy to come back out almost over the plate. He got a little bit of a break from the umpire, but that shit's nasty, man. That slider yeah. is just pure filth. No, he's definitely got some nasty shit. I I mean, like I said, a Bummer can actually stay, you know, or stay consistent, um, and and get back to the Bummer that we know you know what he can do and what he's about then the, the bullpen is just so fucking dangerous dangerous anyway but it becomes even more dangerous i don't really have much more to touch on in this one if you want to move to the next game we can if not you got anything else about this game that you saw i mean listen it was a loss to the fucking twins i hate the twins i you know it is what it is but. flush it down the drain as they say i mean we know we don't like losing around here but i'll go back to the same sentiment i had and and close this one down I was kind of happy they lost it in the sense that they needed some sort of adversity to face to even get up for the next game. I mean, you, you completely embarrass them in game one. You come back out the next night. You've got basically your five starter on the mound right now. Losses are going to happen. Yeah. oh yeah. If If, if, if I'm going to bite the bullet on one of them, this is one of them. Move on to tomorrow and at least, you know, show as much, if not more energy, to get through this. I know the guys are probably all excited about playing in the field of dreams game, uh, and a, a tougher series against New York. Um, I don't know about you. I'm a look ahead on the schedule guy and say, I get up for that game. So I, I know it's, it's rough over the grind, but, um, you know, hopefully they have a little bit of something to prove tomorrow. So you're not going to get up on their debut on YouTube TV tomorrow or YouTube or whatever the fuck You it know, is? that's the perfect segue into tomorrow. Yeah. Are you getting up for the YouTube game buzz? Does that I I've watched some games on YouTube cuz I mean listen, I have MLB.tv, right? right? So like when I'll be at work every once in a while like you know the day games on Wednesday are on. And I'll go to click on one of them it's like oh it's free on YouTube. So I can't fucking watch it on MLB TV and have, like, my four screens going at once because, you know, I whatever, YouTube has the rights to this game. I'm hoping it's not like that for the cable purposes. Did they say that
1: it'll be? I do
0: do not think you will get this game on cable. See, I'm going to be fucking pissed if it's not on NBC because, I mean, I just don't, if it's the YouTube announcers, I'm not all about that life. I, I don't like them that much don't, so. I, I've never watched the YouTube game I like watched a Marlins pirates game I think on there this year or something and it, I mean I just muted it but it was whatever I was just watching but i, I listened to some of it and I was like okay you know i'm I'll, I'll turn the other game on you know the audio for the other game on whatever but I mean yeah yeah I'm looking I'm looking right now on uh on mlb.com tomorrow and I do not see any watch outside of youtube no, so right. normally you get the uh you know watch on you know NBCSN Chicago and whoever the like the opposing team's broadcast so this will be just youtube probably youtube announcers um Some i highly good. suggest watching watching the game day and listening to the radio maybe i don't know here um you you've you've watched the youtube broadcast and you're not giving it rave reviews yeah, no, I'm not. I mean, it is what it is. They're trying to draw on the youths, the youths, so that, which is fine. You know, throw it on YouTube. Do what you got to do. I, I mean, in this way, too, a lot more people get eyes on the White Sox, so I, I guess that is kind of cool if I want to take away a positive out of it. Maybe somebody who, you know, who doesn't live in the market or who doesn't have MLB TV might be able to see the White Sox tomorrow. Unfortunately for them, they're probably going to get an – underwhelming white socks lineup tomorrow because they're going to want to keep everybody fresh and clean going into the field of dreams game on Thursday. So, um, you know, whatever, but tomorrow on the mound tone is Lance Lynn 10 and three, 2.04 yes. ERA 114, two innings pitched. He has struck out 130, walked 35, one up 10 long balls against our good buddy, Bailey Ober who's one and one with a 4.99 ERA, 52 and a third innings pitched. He's let up 53 hits. He's struck out 56, walked 15, let up 13 long balls. That is the matchup tomorrow at 1210 Central Time on YouTube. Not YouTube TV, on YouTube as uh, the Sox battle the Twins in the last game of the series. So you tuning in to YouTube tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I'll watch it at work. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I mean, I'm not not gonna. You know, I'll definitely have it on. I'll probably, if the announcers are pissing me off, I'll try to line it up with the radio on MLB TV. And just have fucking Lennon and, and DJ in the background as you know as I'm watching the game, I could probably do that. So, um, but yeah, I'll definitely be tuning in at work tomorrow, pulling it up. I mean, it is convenient, Tone. I mean, we, 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 you know, YouTube so, is convenient. So. It is convenient. It is uh, convenient. Yeah, and so, you know, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, for as many hours as as my son watches YouTube, it's it's probably a good way to connect with the Utes. Yeah, the, the Utes. I mean, that's what I told Ren. I was like, hey, baseball is going to be on YouTube tomorrow, and she just wants to watch this weird Roma, Indiana, and Peppa Pig. So, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it is, you know, whatever. Maybe she'll catch some baseball tomorrow and, and be like, oh, I know the White Sox. You know, that's good. It's great. It's great. It, is, it, it is great. It is by Rob Ma- Rob Manfred here. Yeah, so, yeah. Connects with the Utes. Yeah, fucking what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, But then you're going to have people like my dad who are like, what the fuck? You know, like, how do I get the game? Yeah. So, <laughs> true story. I'm I'm going to the lunch tomorrow to watch the game with my brother. Like, am I gonna have to bring a laptop with me just in case? Like, can the bar? You got a Chromecast? It- you got a Chromecast? I, I mean, I've got the Chromecast from my Android phone. Yeah, so I could like I can cast to a TV. That's i Using yeah, my phone. Yeah. yeah. But- See if you can cast. Get on their Wi-Fi there and just ask if they got a smart TV that you can. cast. Yeah. Like I'm gonna cast this for you. Because yeah. you can't get the you can't get the game. That's what I want to know. So like there's people who go out to lunch yeah, to watch oh, yeah. the White Sox game. That's something that like I've like every time I've been in an office, um, there's a White Sox game on at noon. It's like, that's the perfect time to just go catch an hour of baseball on your lunch. Just go sit down somewhere and watch an hour of White Sox baseball. I'm sure I'm not the only person that's done that. Like how are the how are the people gonna get the game? So like are there gonna be more people eating lunch at their desk so they can like watch on their phone, YouTube? It, it's a brilliant it's I don't a brilliant know employee by the MLB to keep people uh, at work in their office instead of going to the restaurant. So this out is an to anti restaurant. Rant, anti-restaurant yeah. move yeah. here from so, the MLB. Right. They're just making Tim sure hat time. Yeah, more work is getting done because they're sitting in front of their computer watching the game than it is if they took you know. An hour and five minute lunch instead of their allowed hour lunch. So that's way to go, man, Fred. You dick. You know you blew it. I love how we spun this. This is actually one of the greatest tinfoil hat times that's ever come out of socks on tap. Actually, in my opinion, (laughs) if they broadcast all the baseball games on YouTube and kept everybody at their desks, nobody would. Nobody would. Nobody would leave. That's very true. Working. Yeah, they just just keep fucking working the whole time. So, you know, I mean, baseball is like one of the outside of golf. It's like the perfect sport to watch while you're working outside. Oh my God, dude. That's why I have like the package. Like I, I, like I said, I love these early games, you know, when the early games come on while I'm at work. Yeah, no, it Uh, is because you can, you could pay attention to a baseball game and know what's going on and still get your work on your Excel spreadsheet or whatever system you're in and, and kind of just look back and forth, just kind of like golf. Like it's, you can't do that with hockey. You can't do that with basketball. No, no. I it's tried cool. watching. The, I tried watching the first half of the summer league game for the Bulls on Monday, or yeah, on Monday, start at two p.m. And you know, I usually don't get out of there till about three thirty-four, and uh, I, I couldn't keep up, Tone. I was like, "What the fuck just happened, man?" I'm like, "How did the Bulls, like they went on like a five point like run?" And I'm like, "You know, you just I'm start like, missing God, stuff." I just started missing it all. So, um, you know crazy shit, but pick to click tomorrow. I already know who I'm taking tone. It's an off, you know, like I said, I think it's going to be an off day for some of the guys. So I'm going to go be good tomorrow. Be good. We'll be in the lineup tomorrow. I'm going be good as my pick to click. I like it. I like it. I think he's, he's getting close to do for his, you know, weekly home run. So yep. you gotta take, you gotta take your spots when you can get them. Uh, really? That's a, that's a value pick if I've ever seen one right there. Thank you, good thank good you. work. Yeah, um, You know, i, I got to give myself a shout out. For picking Gavin Sheets tonight because he did hit a home run and double uh, down in Charlotte. Love my boy Gavin. Um, you know, I'm just trying to look at this. Is it is it the J Clam day? It, 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 the J Clam will be in the lineup tomorrow. You yes. think so? I think so. Yeah. You think J Clam is going to get Bradley start at third base? I think Mccann will get the day so, off. But before we do, pick the click, and maybe one last thing to, to close it down. Since we since we think it's going to be a. a subpar lineup tomorrow. What's, yeah. what's your lineup? If you're Tony Larissa? How, how are you, lining them up tomorrow? Okay. So what I think will happen is I think we'll get Lurie Garcia. Uh, I think we'll get him at shortstop tomorrow. Um, so then we'll have, Oh shit. You want me to go down one through nine here? Yeah, one through nine. Fuck. Okay. It's hard so, when you position them too, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So I have Lurie Garcia at shortstop, uh, but he's not going to lead off. I think he might, too, I guess he might. Because I think Luis Roberts is going to be off tomorrow, too. I think Billy Hamilton. So uh, give me your defensive nine. Let's, let's break it down. Uh, okay, please. okay. So left field, I think Andrew Vaughn does play. I think Andrew Vaughn will be playing tomorrow in left. I think you'll have Billy Hamilton in center. And in right, you'll have B. Good. At second base, you'll have Hernandez. At shortstop, you'll have Lurie. Um, at third, you'll have Jay Clam. At catcher, you'll probably – well, who's going tomorrow? Lance Lynn. So, it'll probably still be Sebby. I'd be surprised. Maybe Colin. I mean – I think know. you get Sebi. Sebi. I think I get Sebby. You may be um, Collins, but I think you get Sebi. So, yeah, third base will be Jay Clam. And then first base, Abreu ain't taking no fucking days off. So, that's how I have it lined up tomorrow, defensively at least. I don't know what the lineup will look like. But uh, I think that a couple of the stars will be sitting out. I think Luis Robert will get the day off tomorrow. I think Eloy will get the day off tomorrow unless he DHs um, – and I yeah. was actually thinking, you know, there there's gonna be the day where you see Andrew Vaughn at first base, Abreu at DH, and uh Eloy out and left coming up here soon. I'm sure it's gonna happen. I think, I think, think that's gonna sure. happen. I, I might go throw that across for myself. I think you know, you gave Eloy the 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 DH day, uh that was today, and yesterday wasn't it yeah he Dh yesterday so he Dh two days in a row I think yeah. maybe you see Eloy in left tomorrow okay and you see either Vaughn in right or first base and you see Jose Dh because you give him the rest day tomorrow but he's still gonna want to play so you see him Dh I think that might be it yeah you know you could be right yeah I mean I was just throwing everybody out on the bench no we're I, just we're just Throwing shit out there. I think Yohan yeah. gets the day off and J-Clam gets the start. Tim too. Shout out White Sox sale, Jay clam I love Jay clam. it. J-Clam. J-Clam. I want to make a shirt for that. We should. I don't, I don't think there's a shirt for Jay clam We should. Clam. We. You know what we should do? We should take that clam from SpongeBob. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. When I envisioned this thing, it's just a letter J and then yeah. a clam next to it. Yeah, the, the clam from SpongeBob I think would be fantastic. I think it'd be a hot seller over at on That's what I think it would be. I think a lot of people would really enjoy that kind of shirt. Fucking J Clam with that big ass. You know, clam. White Sox Sale would wear it. Yeah, I would totally wear it too, for sure. I mean, yeah. you would have to model it for us and we'd put I would, it on. I'd white also white like XL. I'd also like to make a shirt with a uh, uh you know a rake and then a lamb next to it. For rake lamb, You want two versions of J Clam Jake Lamb yeah, merchandise. I want, basically, I want all the J Clam merchandise. As you well. want all the J Clam merchandise? Yeah, I'd like I'd like to corner that market for... before somebody else gets to it. Yeah. I don't know if that's a hot market. Well, you know what? I'd be well, happy to Here's, we had here's it, the so. question: could we could we somehow get in touch with J Clam? And if he wears like the J Clam and the rake lamb yeah. to BP, and it's like we can find pictures of him doing that. With both of those, yeah. You know, like there we go. We would have we would have a market. That's all I think I think we have a market anyway. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, it's a meatball here. So I think we have a market because I am like kind of looking into the future here, and a guy like Jake Lamb, who a lot of people don't want on the roster. I don't want him on the roster. I want Gavin Sheets on the roster. He's going to be a guy that hits a fucking very important dinger in the World Series. And people are going to be really upset that they didn't fucking buy their Jake Lamb or rake or J Clam or Rake Lamb merchandise from OnTapSports.com. Would you, ma- you imagine it would happen too? It would yeah, be I sale. Know. Sale would be like you know sitting down there in San Antonio or wherever he is, <laughs> Jay Clam shirt. When Jake Lamb hits a like a two-run home run in the you know fifth game of the World Series for the White Sox to win it, that'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? I, th- I think it would. I think we would. I think that we've just, you know, stumbled upon something fantastic and we need to get on it right away. We're trying to break the simulation. Before yeah, it happens. We, we absolutely are. But that, that's all I got to him, man. Let's go out. Let's try to get a win tomorrow and uh, leading into a very awesome game, which we will touch on t- uh, tomorrow when, when we talk about the game uh, in the Field of Dreams game on Thursday there. But let's get a win against the Twins tomorrow. Let's win another series. And moving against the Yankees, and we'll do a full-fledged Yankees uh, series kind of breakdown tomorrow. Um, you know, after the Sox hopefully beat the Twins here. So, but that's all I got, man. You got anything else? Any parting words? The parting words, Buzz, is I heard a rumor. Oh God, that if you build a baseball field in Iowa, yeah, all of a sudden there might be a Twitter account that passed away a long time ago that might come back to life if the White Sox play a game on that field. Have you heard about it? I have not, no. So if you build a field in Iowa and the White Sox go play there, yeah, this Twitter account just comes out and it might come active during that game. What Twitter account, man? NWI Steve, man. Oh, my God. Is he coming back? I don't know. I'm going to go find out. Yeah, I, I really want to know because I think a lot of our fans would love that. Well, you heard it here first. We might get Steve. It may or may not happen. The ghost. Yeah, I, I've always thought about making an NWI Steve ghost account like Eli, Like my favorite. You know what my favorite account on Twitter is? It's Eloy's ghost. Eloy's ghost. Do you remember him or her no. or whoever it was? Anytime I post something, they would say nothing. They wouldn't say a word. It would just be a picture of Eloy fading away into the sky. And I just I love that, that account. That that's great. The one that I liked was Eloy Dancing a couple of years ago. I think it was oh, yeah, that, that was a good one. It was, was just like good. different songs of Eloy Dancing too. Yeah, that was a good one. There's too. Some, there's some good Twitter accounts there, out there. There really are. There really are. Well, everybody, that's all we got today. We'll be back tomorrow after the Sox hopefully beat the twins. But be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at on tap sportsnet, at socks on tap. Following Tone at Tony on tap. Me at Buzz on tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Check out Grandstand for all your White Sox gear. Again, we'll be back tomorrow. Let's get a White Sox dub. White Sox YouTube. forever. Oh, on YouTube. We'll be back tomorrow on YouTube. Hey, we're on YouTube too. I uh, know it was a—it's all the fucking plan with the J. Clam shirts, man. Yeah, man. we're we're on YouTube too. I just want to let everybody know that we are on YouTube. at <laughs> on Tap Sportsnet, just like the White Sox. It's a dream come us. true. We're connecting with the youth. Hey, hey, look at us! Look at look us! At us. Look at us! Connecting with the youths. White Sox forever, Buzz. Cheers, White Sox forever.